with WWE returning to the road with Live Crown, SmackDown and Raw have more eyes on them now than they did during the entirety of the Thunderdome and Performance Center eras. WWE brought back John Cena. They brought back Bill Goldberg. Both appear to be getting title shots at SummerSlam, but WWE introduced a wrinkle. Roman Reigns denied John Cena's challenge and Finn Balor swooped in to take the SummerSlam main event. I'm Ryan Joy and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. On today's show, we're talking about Finn Balor. Is he actually getting the SummerSlam main event? Is John Cena truly out? We also have headlines from the weekend, Al Carl is in the house, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for July 26, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. All right, Al Carl, welcome to the show. Yeah, happy to be back. Happy Monday, everybody. A little bit of a somber Monday for me, unfortunately. For those, uh, I don't want to release any spoilers, but for those who watched the, the Masters of the Universe revelation that came out Friday at Netflix, I it, it didn't work out so well for our beloved Master of the Universe, He-Man. Just a little somber at the moment, but hey, you know, Kevin Smith is writing it. He's a Jersey guy. What he says goes, so I'm, I'm all in on it. By the power of Grayskull, we must move forward. That's, that's what he, that's what he man would have wanted. So there we go. So on Friday SmackDown, John Cena explained that Roman can't see him, and that after SummerSlam, Roman will realize that the champ is here. Paul Heyman let John know that Roman will answer sometime later in the night on SmackDown, but it'll be when Roman feels like it. He then he Paul then proceeded to dance off the stage while singing John Cena's theme music. <laughs> and we've listened and watched that about 13 times since yeah. Friday. So Roman Reigns did answer later in the day. He said, same old John Cena, same rhymes, challenge denied. The unexpected then happened. Finn Balor walks out and says, if you're not interested in John Cena's challenge, maybe you're interested in mine. Roman Reigns accepts what's going on. Yeah, first things first, whoever, I don't know how all this video stuff, but can somebody can, like, Paul Heyman doing John Cena's theme to Sami Zayn dancing over <laughs> Kevin Owens from a couple of weeks ago, that would be absolutely one of, the, one of the most amazing things ever. So somebody please do that. I am not technically sound enough to do that. But yeah, so we have Finn Balor coming out, stepping up to the plate. I did some research for this. I know these two have crossed paths, and it's been a very long time. So way back 2016, it was a Raw episode, July 25th, a year ago or four years ago, five years ago yesterday, because today's the 26th, Finn Balor made his main roster or his Raw debut, okay? So what they were doing is this was right after the, uh, the draft, the brand draft extension, the universal title was created that night, and they had a small tournament where the winner fights Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Because Seth was the golden child, he was automatically inserted into the match. Not to mention he didn't get pinned at Battleground, so Stephanie didn't punish him for that. So they had two fatal four-ways. The first one was won by Finn Balor. He defeated Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Rusev. The second fatal four-way was won by Roman Reigns, who defeated Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho, and Sheamus. So you had the main event of Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns, where the winner gets Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. And we all know what happened. Finn Balor... He beat Roman Reigns. It was clean. It was the drop kick in the corner, followed by the coup de gras. Done and done. Finn Balor shocks the world on his first uh, night of matches on Raw. So that's match one. Match two 
was two years later, August 20th, 2018, Roman Reigns just won the Universal Championship for the first time. So now going back, Finn Balor defeated Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, was injured during the match. Other than that, he vacated the title the next night. Finn never received a rematch when he came back from injury. He never got from Kevin Owens. He never got from Goldberg. He never got from Brock Lesnar. Until, right. you know, he got in a, in a match later with Lesnar, but it was before that. But, so Roman Reigns, first thing he does as champion, he grants Finn Balor his rematch. So we have Reigns-Balor too. So that match actually ended. Balor missed the coup de gras, ran into a spear. So Roman had defended the title. Then there was a whole shield smosh because Braun Strowman came down with the money in the bank. Uh, that's how long ago that was. Uh, and there was a whole schmoz between the Shield and Braun to make sure he didn't cash in on Roman. But, yeah, so they're one and one each. Pretty straight-up clean wins so far. But I guess this begs the question, Ryan. I'll let you do some talking here. Do- exactly. Is this going to happen at SummerSlam? Or is this just a little tease just to prove that Roman's still scared of Cena, even though Roman beat him last time? Uh, what do we well, do? I mean, John Cena has to be in the SummerSlam main event. John Cena has come back, all this fanfare. He's been announced for 20 dates between now and August 21. He's going to be in the main event. He's going to be facing Roman Reigns. The question is, what will Finn Balor be doing? Will Finn Balor be playing the role of Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Or will there be a John Cena versus Finn Balor match sometime in the next three weeks to officially get one of them in? That might be interesting. I know John Cena is wrestling on the house show circus so he's got to do some matches so i think we got john cena versus roman at SummerSlam. the question yeah. is will finn balor also be in the ring and how hey, many times can finn balor say this is the title that i never lost i feel like yeah. he always has a, he always has that out there yeah it was <laughs> it. he lost to roman and like i said he did eventually fight brock lesnar i believe it was at a royal rumble yes that's right uh, about two years ago so yep. i mean he's had his championship matches since the thing is, if John Cena is actually going to get this championship match at SummerSlam, we all believe it's got to be Roman that is the one that granted because I don't think they're going to involve Postman Pierce here and start that whole thing up again. When I know, you know, Postman, what are you doing? I lay the rules here. Like, you don't get to pick my opponent. You know, I don't want to go back to that. So right. I, I think something John has got to do something to piss Roman off to the, to the point where Roman's like, all right, I got to kick this guy's ass. Let's do it at SummerSlam. When will it happen? Will it be at SmackDown this week? Will it be – maybe it'll be because John Cena's on Raw tonight and he's doing the house shows and everything. He's, I think they're getting some wins. The last house show report I saw was John Cena and the Mysterios with a win over the Bloodline. So maybe there'll be some of that stuff going on. So I, I think Cena's just got to shred him again on the microphone. I said I went back and watched that as soon as I saw Cena approach. From, I, can, from I can do this better part time than you could ever do this. I just, just some of the things he was saying. You don't, you want to blame me for the shovel? I'm blaming you because I have to keep on coming back because you can't do your job. Cena absolutely shredded him. I think he's got to do it again. I think he's got to do something to piss off Roman. Uh, but I think it's got to be after the Balor match. I think Balor's going to get a one on one. I think it's. I don't want to say it's going to be a legit one on one. I'm sure the Usos are going to get involved, but Balor's going to get screwed out of it. And uh, there goes Vince bearing NXT again. Well, um, the way you set this up in the beginning of the show, you talked about how Finn Balor on his fir- first night out essentially qualifies yeah. for the Universal Championship. Then the story with Finn Balor, the long arc, is he went back to NXT. He's just coming back. He's had one match, and yeah. he's already challenging or issuing the challenge for the Universal Championship. So maybe history repeats itself. Maybe it is a three-way at SummerSlam. Maybe Finn Balor pins John Cena 
and Finn Balor walks out of the of SummerSlam with the championship. I know in the intro I called it Summer Slum, but SummerSlam. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be sick. I think you gotta do one on one here. I don't know exactly what you do with Finn if you don't put him in the main event. I don't know if you just put him against somebody else that's big. I don't know who else is big enough for Finn right now. You said you can put him you know edge around, but they're fighting each other. We'll talk SummerSlam in a little bit. I don't know where you go with uh Bowler at this point. Let's put a pin in that for a second and let's talk about SummerSlam. Specifically, Al, you'll be hosting the SummerSlam special, a special podcast. 3 p.m. on August 21st to take us through all of the happenings uh, of SummerSlam before SummerSlam goes on the air so people can understand who we're picking for the matches that night. So at this point, we're just trying to figure out what the matches are. So you have any thoughts? Yeah, we got a potential card here. I know I mentioned it on uh, Tuesday in the EWP. I'll try, I'm trying to keep up with it. Maybe we'll, there's going to be a Lashley Goldberg. That looks like that's going to be confirmed tonight. Romans, Cena, and and Bauer. That's that whole mess. We just talked about that. We'll get to that. Uh, you got a funny feeling that Sheamus and Damian Priest will be going at it for the U.S. title. I feel like they're setting up that. Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, that looks like it's, it's going to catch. Unfortunately, Heath Slater is out there, the special guest referee. You got eyes on Heath lately. He's been injured for over a year now. I think uh, Slammiversary was one year, or Bound for Glory would be one year when he got hurt. Bound for Glory is when he got hurt. He did sign a contract, not in storyline, yeah. but he did sign it. So I think he's there until he's healthy. I don't know how Impact handles their contract. You know, with WWE... If you get injured, they extend the length of your contract. I don't know if Impact Wrestling does that, but yeah, you know, I don't have yeah. But yeah, we got three. We got three MB exploding right in front of our eyes. I'm I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a you know small you know not so bold prediction here uh, that Sasha Banks is gonna be the one that comes back and uh, challenges Bianca Belair in a WrestleMania rematch. They just won an ESPY for that match, and then. If you have yeah. a huge stadium at, at Allegiant Stadium, you, you got to roll this back with a full crowd. Edge and Seth Rollins, I've been calling that for years now since Edge came back. They're finally going back to the, the point where Seth Rollins held Edge hostage with his uh, stack of diamonds of a neck to reinstate the authority back in 2014. So that's how long those two have been waiting to get at it. I'm hoping the women's tag titles, I hope that gets stretched out to summer. Give Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart a huge stage to challenge Natty and Tamina, whether it be on the kickoff show or not, <coughs> excuse me, get them in Vegas. I'd love to see that match. There was an intercontinental championship thing that kind of stemmed off of Biggie's champion celebration. Celebration, bitches. Biggie didn't even get like the whole you know thank you out. He got cut off by by Apollo, then who was cut off by Nakamura, then it was cut off by Rudin Ziggler, who was cut off by and it turned into a six-person mosh. And uncharacteristically, I'm just sitting there, okay, well, this is gonna be a six-man tag match right now, and it wasn't. So whether that six-man tag match is going to be this Friday on SmackDown or coming up, it just feels like these six guys are on a somewhat of a collision course, all hands on deck. One of these mid-card titles has got to be a bleep show. Uh, right. So I kind of feel the Intercontinental title is going to be that, whether it be a ladder match or anything like that. Then, of course, the obvious one, our new Raw Women's Champion, will probably happen tonight. Nikki Ash is going to come out. Eva Marie is going to beeline for her. So there's no reason why Eva Marie can't beat Nikki Ash. Put that in front of 80,000 people and have our new Raw Women's Champion. There we go. Then Becky and Becky Lynch cashes in her money in the bank to challenge uh, the winner of that match at SummerSlam. Of course, Becky Lynch traded the Raw Women's Championship for the Money in the Bank briefcase a year ago, right? So that's, uh, that's what that, that, was a, that was the official trade? I don't think so, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. You <laughs> should probably do it on NXT. There you go. Take a yeah. over, of course, main eventing SummerSlam weekend this year. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, Al, well, we have 
covered down on SummerSlam. Of course, reminder to people, we have the SummerSlam special on August 21st at 3 p.m. We covered down on SummerSlam. We've talked about Finn Balor. We know John Cena is still going to get the championship match at SummerSlam. We have a whole bunch more stuff to talk about right after this quick break. So stick with us. We got Nick Gage losing the GCW championship to Matt Cardona after the break. After the if you love the Daily Wrestling News show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style. And the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to BodySlamClothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Monday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Monday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeCani, and Gary Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or and the Body Slam Brigade newsletter. Currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday, it consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m., this is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder of WWE fame, he won the GCW Championship from Nick Effin Gage at Homecoming in Atlantic City in your backyard, Al, over yeah. the weekend. This was a this was a title change in Jersey. It's a death match. Matt Cardona, not really known at all for death match wrestling. He was a bloody mess, and the fans threw everything they had at him after the match. They threw their water bottles, their yeah. you know beer bottle, everything. It was something I haven't seen since back since Hogan turned heel. Basically, <laughs> that was the last time I can remember seeing fans throw stuff into the ring after a match. But crazy times. Yeah, so I, I, I don't – there's a lot of ways we can go with this. First, if you want to just address this trash thing, this, this was because they were pissed, right? This wasn't you – know, yeah. Hogan, I think the ECW threw chairs in at Cactus Jack and Terry Funk all those years ago. Al Snow always had thrown at him, so I, it's not like – and then as I was there at Nassau Coliseum, the last ever Islanders game at the Nassau Coliseum, the Islanders won, and it was a celebration, and it was raining beer on the ice. So it's two weeks their own. This is, and I guess they're making a shirt because Uncle Dave got a little, oh, this isn't wrestling, this isn't yes, whatever, you know, yeah. Dave, whatever's dumbass opinion. But the thing is, it is opinion, and it is, everyone has, if this is what they want to do, then this is what they're going to do. This is who GCW, that's what ECW was, this is who GCW is. And that's why people like it. Dave just got to get out of the, get out of their ass. Like that's just who they are. Yeah, uh, like, Meltzer was commenting on the fans throwing stuff in the ring afterwards, not the match itself. Just for clarification, but yeah, yeah, whatever. It's whatever. It's his opinion. 
my opinion is Dave's an idiot. So like, that's really, <laughs> everyone's got an opinion. So there you go. Let's talk here. So yes. Nick Cage has Chris Jericho on national television this week on Wednesday. And this is basically Nick Gage's first appearance on television. He has not wrestled no. on a big show like this on a dynamite. I think his stock is lowered a little bit, having lost to Cardona over the weekend. If he can't beat Matt Cardona, can he beat Chris Jericho? That's the question. Do you think Chris Jericho can beat Matt Cardona? Because A is greater than B and B is greater than C. And A is greater than C. It all depends. Yeah, this kind of threw a wrench in this whole thing. I don't want to say he gave it away, but if if, if this guy, Nick Gage, who I've never seen, okay, I'll, I'll admit it. I didn't know who he was up until maybe about a month ago. You mentioned him. Cardona came out dressed as Moxley, and it was actually Cardona and that, because I guess Moxley and him have had this all this whole thing. So I never heard of this guy. Apparently, he's insane. He's a modern-day New Jack. I don't know if you want to put Gage on that high a pedestal because New Jack is on that pedestal as far as his sanity goes. Can Cardona beat Jericho? It's, it's this whole thing. It sets it up. So unless I – I don't know. So the booking behind this whole thing is it makes sense. So GCW has their champion. They're going to go – their champion is going to go on Dynamite National Television, and he's going to lose to Chris Jericho. That is unknown. So what do they do? They have, drop, they have him drop the title over the weekend so they don't have their champion losing to – Chris Jericho, they just have one guy on their roster losing to Chris Jericho. And who knows, maybe Nick Gage is going to sign a, like a multi-match deal with them so that he can wrestle Moxley on Dynamite or something in a death match. So, or but who's, just, Hypothetically, let's just say Gage was champion and he lost to Chris Jericho. No one's, nobody is going to be like, oh, that was their champion. That company sucks. Okay, so AEW... GCW, Chris Jericho, Nick, like this, there's no, it, it, I think that's irrelevant that Nick Gage didn't want him to lose as champion to diminish their that's brand. It's traditional champion. wrestling booking though. So I, I agree with you. I, I get nobody's it, looking but at that right. no, there's no harm, no foul. If Nick Gage lost to Chris Jericho, no one's going to look any worse on that promotion or on Nick Gage or on anything. His fan base might. His fan base. Well, apparently they get upset and throw stuff in the ring when they get upset. Yeah, yes. when he loses. So I, if I were Jericho, I'd be you know full Winnipeg Jets hockey gear going out there. I'm sure Jericho will will have his day with Nick Gage, but I don't think it's going to. Nick Gage is not going to have a ton of fans in the Dynamite crowd. It's going to be the GCW people that are watching from home. I think that are going. Yeah. Gonna have so my question that. for you, Ryan, with this title change. Okay, Matt Cardona, not exactly sure if he is under impact contract. I do believe he is. So you have an impact wrestler walking around with another championship with Kenny Omega lurking in the background. Is this all just so Kenny Omega can get another championship? That's a really interesting point. It could be. It would be listen, it would be great for GCW if they had Kenny Omega as champion, yeah. even for just a minute especially if they can get Omega to go wrestle a GCW show. What would be more likely, though, is that he would win the title, say, Impact This, and he'd lose it on AEW That or something mm -hmm. like that in, in a death match on yes. a pay-per-view or something. Yeah, absolutely. Or Moxley, if Nick or Gates Moxley. gets it back. and they Because Moxley does work those GCW shows. Cardona, your first question, under contract at Impact. I'd have to check. There was a situation recently where I know he would signed up for a certain number of dates 
but he's been at several tapings in a row now. So I think he's probably under contract there. I think he is too. And the, and the whole feud is Myers. He's like, why are you following? That was, that's the whole feud. Yes. You stopped following me. Like you followed me here to specifically. To tour. So I'm assuming he is too. I, don't, I, I yeah. don't know. And that's how rumors get started. I know I spread a lot of them. But this one, I'm, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm joking when I spread rumors. So I hopefully people are. Now, as, as far as I know, Kelsey Green has not signed. I heard um, that one. Yeah, that, that's. Yeah. Okay, so Matt Cardona aside, with tons to talk about there, it will be really interesting to see what Nick Gage does on Dynamite this week. We have a bunch of other WWE news that that just broke over the last weekend. First and foremost, the first pay per view of 2022 is going to be on January 1st from atlanta and we have no name for this pay-per-view yeah and that's bold going in wcw's backyard ryan this is a bold move by the wwf i don't know i don't know if i don't know it's gonna be happy about this <laughs> billionaire ted yeah in fairness tnt is the home of dynamite so there is a little something there not relevant yeah. to wcw <laughs> so no not relevant <laughs> jeff hardy pulled from travel due to a covid test so According to PW Insider, Jeff was going to be facing Karrion Cross again tonight on Raw, but he's not so much anymore because he's got a positive COVID test, so he has to quarantine. So Karrion Cross will have to wait a few weeks to get his revenge. Yeah, this is a brilliant move by Vince, keeping everybody now killing Karrion Cross. Who's Karrion going to lose to this week now then, right? Oh, man. In NXT, you're just going to have Jeff Hardy win anyway. So who beats Karrion Cross this week? Is it going to be uh, going to bring back Spike Dudley? Hurricane? Uh, Karrion Cross. Let's be realistic. Probably Angel Garza. Uh, Drew Gulak right. is going to tie carrying cross into a pretzel. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch the internet explode if that happens. Walter versus Dragunov 2. Of course, Walter had some sort of hand injury that prevented that match from happening last Thursday. But now it's announced for TakeOver 36 on August 22nd, the main event of SummerSlam weekend. I think we just figured out what it is. Potential, I don't know. We have Joe and Cross. This is yeah. gonna steal the show, dude. His hand injury is crap. No way. No, they, the stars align and they caught themselves at the last. Walter's fine. I played it off as storyline because they said a dragon off jumped him in the back, took out his chopping hand. Yeah, no, this is a perfect setup to have people like, Yes, this who saw uh, Walter Dragon off one. Yes, this is going to be stateside, this is going to be at NXT, and is this going to be at the Capitol? Has it been announced where NXT no. TakeOver is going to be yet? I would put that you've got to book T-Mobile for this. There has to be some kind of talk with T-Mobile Arena or the Golden Knights play. Get get everybody out there. Just go to Vegas. Vegas, baby. But don't tell don't tell me what happens when you go there. I still haven't been there yet. I heard what happens stays there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I agree. This is the time to pull the trigger on NXT and get them in front of a crowd again. I know that their television show this week to week, it's got about 300 people there. That product requires the fans more than the other ones. So there, it's usually a really active crowd. And that type of match, can you imagine? You, you oh. hit the, the, the smack against the chest and then the crowd just a, a collective, ugh. Well, everyone's going to have, in the front row, it's, it's like a splash zone. Like Walter's going to yeah. hit somebody and everybody in the front row is going to have a handprint across their chest. It's crazy. Right, exactly. I think that's yeah. how it works. I think that's how it works when people say, oh, my God, I felt that. That's, that's yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it is. And then they look at their chest. What the hell just happened? Now, Josiah Severance in the chat, he is chiming in with who he thinks is going to be carrying cross on Monday Night Raw tonight. And he's calling out Barry Horowitz. Barry. Okay. So that's, that's, I like that. I like Exactly. Good, good. 
Get dirty, Barry. Get in there. there you go. All right. Some other WWE news. Canyon Seaman let go from WWE. He was the vice president of talent development. A lot of heat was put on him a couple of months ago over the whole garbage bag incident where people had their belongings that were sent to them in garbage bags after they'd been released. So uh, I don't know if that's related in any way, but Canyon Seaman no longer with the company. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That was our connection through Gary. So that's unfortunate. That was, yeah, that right. was our kind of inside guy right there. Okay, and then the other thing, the news just broke about, what, 15 minutes before we came on the air, there's going to be a new limited series called The United States of America versus Vince McMahon, and of course, this is this just it reads Vince McMahon, right? United States of America versus Vince McMahon. I think Vince McMahon undefeated against God, too, at one point. This is definitely a Vince McMahon production, and it was, they're partnering with Blumhouse Television. They said they have a dramatic, riveting saga, one that's crazier than fiction, that will appeal to the cross-section of Blumhouse and WWE fans. That's from Chris McCumber of Blumhouse Television. To say he's thrilled about collaborating with WWE is an understatement. So, there you go. Yeah, this is, like I said, Viceland's doing all their stuff. Ainey's doing all this stuff. Vince, I need to get in on this. Tell my side of the story, damn it. Oh, man. I, I am prepared for this to be either really great or very bad. <laughs> so it's going to be one of those two. It's usually one of those two. You know, that's a yeah. pretty safe bet that's going to be one of those two. <laughs> all right. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, over the weekend, a lot of news broke. Robbie Eagles, the sniper of the skies, he won the junior championship from El Desperado at WrestleGland's Grand Slam in the Tokyo Dome. Sonata and Naito, they lost the tag titles to Tai Chi and Sabre, so those titles are just flopping back and forth. And Shingo Takagi got a successful defense against Hiroshi Tanahashi, who was subbing in for Kota Ibushi, who's still not cleared to compete. So that's kind of the, the result. Also, Chase Owens won the KOPW Provisional Championship in the battle royal handcuff elimination match. So uh yeah, Yano, hell, the first time in the history of the title, Yano is not the champion. Yeah, Hell has officially frozen over in New Japan. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. New Japan announced the six team super junior tag league for next month. That's like a G1 climax round robin tournament for tag teams in the junior division. So that'll be fun. It's been a long time since they've done that, but it'll be fun. And then the next big card for New Japan is September 5th at the MetLife Dome. Shingo Tatakagi will be facing Evil on that show. Naito and Sonata are, are trying to get the tag titles back. They're also going to have Goto and Yoshihashi in that match, so it's a three-way. Robbie Eagles defends the Junior Championship for the first time against Romu Takahashi. Much like nice. Finn Balor in the first segment, that's the title that he never lost. And that's, and that's the same day as All Out. That's going to be a great day of wrestling, right? It is. Of a jam. Christian yeah. Cage beating Kenny Omega, and you got New Japan. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. It could be. You think Hamgen Page is going to beat Omega? I, I thought so, but now I just feel like it's coming on too fast, and I think Omega's going to win. So it's Christian Cage. Oh, Christian Cage? Forget that. You got that. your ages. So you got, you, got, you got Cage and Brian Cage and Adam Page and Ethan Page. And now this effing Gage guy, like this is, this is crazy. And Diamond Dallas Page. It's just, Let me just clarify for the people watching. Christian Cage is going to be nowhere near that main event. <laughs> I, here's the thing. All of these cages and paid bribes. What did Jericho say? Lazy booking by bad writers. Come on, let's get a little more original with these names here. Let's go. Never mind whether they're your real names or not. Uh, <laughs> in Major League Wrestling, Alexander Hammerstone won 
the Battle Riot. That's like their version of a Royal Rumble. So he is going to get a title shot against Jacob Fatu. This is the only way he could get one. He's got one. Fatu has had that belt about as long as Nick Aldis has had the end of the Ray title. Really long time. Hammerstone's the guy. So if you want to tune in to see that title change hands, this is your best shot at it. So I don't know when that match is going to be announced, but there you go. And Travis says, just remove their last names for originality. We're talking about the pages and the pages and the pages. You know. And we would have Adam, Adam, Nick, Ethan, and Christian. Yeah. (laughs) We had a side pool going in the EWP, whether Tony Storm was going to lose her first or last name going into SmackDown. It looks like we all won. Looks like it was a no contest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then we had a couple of matches announced for Impact Wrestling's homecoming show at the end of the month. We have... uh, W. Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards in a hardcore match. And then you also have Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. They're going to be in the homecoming tournament along with Rosemary and Crazy Steve. I'm hoping it's King Crazy Steve and Queen Rosemary. I think that'd be great. Royal Decays. I like it. Yep. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. They're doing this hardcore match. Matt Cardona might need to talk to a couple of these guys since he's basically the deathmatch champion right now. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> And finally, in the world of all elite wrestling, Emi Sakura bought herself a one-way ticket from Japan to the United States. She is has her eyes on Britt Baker. Apparently, she's going to do a tour over here, and it's undetermined how long it's going to be. So, Yeah, go for her. A lot of these women, the, the, the Japanese wrestlers that are very good, that AEW has signed for their female division, they got stuck overseas for the past 20 months. So, yeah, they, they had that small tournament. We remember their names now. And now uh, the Magical Girl's back. Now Emmy Sakura's going to be coming back. The Miz is probably floating around somewhere as well. AEW's version of The Miz, Ryu Mizunomi. Yeah, get these women back. There's no room it's for a, them, but yeah, get these women back. The it's a good infusion, though, because Sheeta had the belt for so long. She actually defended against most of the people that we just mentioned. But we have a new champion now who needs mm-hmm. challengers. And yes, there's some states stateside that she could wrestle. She beat Nyla Rose last week, so now the pool needs to be replenished. So, yeah, uh, John chiming in. John Smith is Punk actually going to AEW? He's seen so many reports, but nothing official. Okay, so that was last Thursday's show where we talked about this in detail. Let me give you the the lowdown quickly on CM Punk. It was Fightful that reported that CM Punk was in conversations to return to wrestling with. All Elite Wrestling being the most likely candidate. There is nothing official out there at the moment. It seems likely at this point. And it seems like all the stars are aligning since they're going to do three dates in Chicago. And we know Punk doesn't really like to leave Chicago. So if he's going to make a return to wrestling, it's probably there. But we don't have anything official. And only Fightful has that thing where they've confirmed that he was in conversations. There's nothing that said they confirmed to sign a contract or anything like that. Omega did talk with Dave Meltzer over the weekend in a long-form interview that you can get on the Wrestling Observer's website. And Omega talked about how excited he would be to wrestle both Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. But Omega said the only person who knows the answer to these questions is Tony Khan. He's like, they keep us in the dark So on those type of things. So whether that was him trying to just get away from the question or if it was him just you know, trying to, to spin it or whether it's the truth, I don't know, but there's nothing official. 
As an executive vice president, I'm sure he knows. Let's be fair here. I can't imagine that the the, the Bucks and Cody, as high as they are up in that company, they don't know. You got to deflect it. Kenny did the right thing. You got to deflect it. It's like asking a Marvel superhero about spoiler about them. Oh, what about your movie coming up? Well, I don't know. Yeah. So you have to do that. Kenny Omega sat down with Dave Meltzer. Now begs the question: How big of an erection did Dave Meltzer have doing that interview? Like, only how many stars? Was Melter's erection interviewing Kenny Omega? <laughs> he had to have been in all of his glory right there. It was the third interview that I think they've done in the last two years with Kenny Omega. Wow. And, uh, they talked about how great Kenny Omega is as an yeah, interview. Yeah, I'm sure. Guy. Kenny, just how great are you? Kenny, how so, All right. Let's move on to Raw tonight because I just want to run down the lineup real quick before we get out of here. Nikki Ash ushers in the Raw women's title reign. Bobby Lashley is supposed to respond to Bill Goldberg. AJ Styles and almost are defending against the Viking Raiders. John Cena will be in the house. By the way, I believe it's Bobby Lashley versus Bill Goldberg versus Daniel Bryan. That's the main event. I think Daniel game. Bryan, yeah, he's going to come back. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't work there anymore, but he's, he's going to, he's, he'll be in the match. You, be, you better be careful, right? Because if you put that match, everyone's thing is Cena and Roman's going to main event, possibly with Bowder. You have a fatal four way in that main event if Daniel Bryan's not successful. <laughs> against Lashley and Goldberg. You could have a fatal four-way with Daniel Bryan against Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and John Cena. Yeah, and All Out is going to be uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page versus Christian Cage versus Daniel Exactly. <laughs> so 100%. The joke here is that Daniel Bryan wedged his way into the WrestleMania. We're just pulling on the pulling the strings of that joke, and we're just going to play it out forever now. So, And then, you know, he's going to be like the, the anti-belt collector. He's going to be in every championship match <laughs> but win nothing. You know, every it's going to be... <laughs> All right, Dan, uh, Let's be honest, we would not mind Daniel Bryan in any of these matches, although none of that's real. So no. <laughs> now, anything in the world of wrestling we didn't cover down on this morning. Yeah, I got a quick question. It reports flying around this weekend. As our rumors get started, the rock coming to Survivor Series. Ooh, so this this came out. I want to say this was a comment again that that Dave made in passing that the plans were to have the Rock re- return at, some, at a Survivor Series time frame. And I believe I've heard this uh, from alt- multiple sources at this point, that that's a possibility. But Rock's a busy guy. So until it happens, I don't think we can say that it's set in stone. All right. There you go. That's, that's the only have, thing I saw. Look at that, Rocky. All right. I'm not sure what he's going to do with him at Survivor Series. Let's, I don't think he would wrestle. I think he would just show up. Because you got to say no. – you, you got to, you know, Roman, like I said, I got Roman winning until he faces Rocky, to tell you the truth. And he might even beat Rocky the first time. I got Rock and Roman going two WrestleManias in a row where Rocky finally beats him in Hollywood at WrestleMania 38 or 39. Okay. This year's 38. I got this whole thing going for a long time. Yeah, I think those are safe predictions. And I believe if The Rock were to show up at Survivor Series, it would be, in fact, to set up a WrestleMania match and yeah. nothing really before that. So. Yeah, it would be like what John Cena did. I don't, I don't think they're yeah. going to do it that the exact same way. Yeah. But Rocky just comes out and it's a stare down, and that's how you end the show. Or maybe, you know, rock bottom, get the people. Oh, yeah, Roman's going to take a beating. Internet will explode in that moment as well. So Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. All yeah. right, anything else, Al? Or did we get it now? Not that I know of Christian Cage, AEW champion, even Marie Raw women's champion. Hey, we got a whole bunch of stuff to look forward to, Ryan. I'm looking forward to it, pal. You made all those comments about Dave Meltzer's erections, and I... You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking about what's going on with you over there. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that subject. I'm hey, glad we're getting off. I wasn't the one talking about missionary position on SmackDown. All right, that was not me. Uh, for Al, <laughs> Ryan, 
We'll see you next time. Do, 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 do.